On today's show, we talk about CYO basketball, and maybe I twist our guest's arm a little bit so he plays some music for us. It's all coming up right now. Hey everybody, it's Dan Ratkowicz, and this is episode nine of the Helping Hands podcast. I am uh, with my guest today, Dave Hudsick of the St. Rayfield CYO basketball program. He's the president and director of the program. I'm super excited about today's show, and I'm going to tell you in a second um, why. Um, but and uh, before we get to that, Dave, can you tell us a little bit, like one, two minutes about yourself, how you got started with the CYO program, and, and a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, first, I'd like to thank you for having me on the podcast today. Thanks for being here. Uh, and and my my local booking agent, Todd Weinstein, who put <laughs> us together. Uh, Todd does great stuff for the community. Todd is the uh, admin and the creator of the uh, Nice Things That Happen in East Meadow page who connected us. He's episode 004 of the Helping Hands podcast, if you want to go back and look at that. So uh, I grew up in Long Island in Suffolk County in Deer Park, and I've lived in East Meadow for 20 years after a short stint in New York City. Um lived out here and uh, got involved with the CYO basketball organization here at St. Rayfield, right down the road, uh, about six years ago. Um, my oldest son wanted to play at St. Rayfield. I swore I'd never coach my child, having grown up with fathers coaching kids and seeing you know, the disasters <laughs> that occur. Um, but it turned out to be uh, just an incredible bonding experience for both of us. I told him, on the court, I'm going to yell at you. After the game, in the car, I'm going to tell you I'm proud of you. Um, and it really became an important staple to our relationship at the time. Um, he had decided not to play anymore. And I said, well, having played basketball my entire life, having played CYO uh, when I was a kid, and all these positive experiences I had, um, I said, you know, I, I want to stick with this. I enjoy coaching the kids. Uh, like I said, I played basketball my whole life. I played at a high level in high school. Uh, I got a scholarship to play Division II basketball at Concordia College. Nice. Um, and after my playing days, I was involved with AAU and uh, other programs with teaching kids basketball uh, and was dormant in it for a little bit and got back into it and it brought me right back in. Um, so I became a member of the board about a year into the program. Uh, and and just enjoyed it, the coaches, the parents, the players. Uh, and then last year, uh, the president of the program for the past 10 years, Alex Clark, stepped down, and uh, I took over. Um, and it's, you know, my goal for the St. Rayfield program is, you know, not just for the parishioners, but for all the kids in East Meadow to be involved um, and, and develop a culture. You know, I think culture is overlooked within communities. It's show up, play basketball, leave, show up, play basketball. You know, we, we want to engage the kids and not only teach them the correct way to play basketball, but also help them learn life lessons. You know, Johnny, you're going to lose. Doesn't mean that you quit. You know, Johnny, you're going to do something wrong and you're going to get corrected. You're not going to like the tone of the coach, but this is part of life. I think that's a that's a big difference from a lot of what's going on in, in youth sports today. I mean, I hear a lot about that eighth place trophy that people are all proud of and, and, and not kids kind of not having a, a real take on whether or not they're good or not. And sometimes they need a little 
honest conversation like that, I think. I've got a 12-year-old. It's going to be 13 in a couple of weeks. But needs that, you know, that confidence that you're going to do great. But also, like, you know, you need a little improvement and the, the reality check on, on that. I tell the kids all the time, when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade, I was terrible at basketball. It became my passion, but I'll never forget the, uh, the wonderful words a coach once told me. And he said, Hudzik, get off the court. You're terrible. <laughs> and it drove me to get better. All right. And by the time I got to seventh grade, eighth grade, I really excelled and played varsity basketball at St. John the Baptist for four years and won a Catholic League championship. And just, you know, I just, I didn't quit. You know, I, I was focused on it and I was determined uh, to succeed at it, you know. Isn't it the story also Michael Jordan was cut from his middle school basketball team? Yep. Michael Jordan. And, yeah. and he became Michael Jordan. Listen, athletics in general just are supposed to teach you life lessons. You know, they place trophy. You know, I'm not a believer in that. You know, well, at the same time, you have to have compassion right. towards the kids. And I know that it's like I tell the parents in the program, when, especially when we have the new parent meeting for the fourth graders. I said, listen, I know that your children are the most blessed things on the face of the earth. I understand that. But self-responsibility can be taught in fourth grade. You know, you're not going to expect them to move mountains, but, you know, you could teach them to be responsible for their actions. You know, if you want to play more, which we really do in the older grades, not so much in fourth and fifth grade, you got to go out and work on your game, not just show up to practice and do it within there or do it in the game when you're home. You know, take the ball, go outside and dribble. Right. You know, go outside and shoot. Go play with your friends, you know. You got a couple of years where, you know, a lot of kids that come into the program, they don't necessarily have the skills. You have one or two that do, and then you have eight that don't. So you got a couple of years to get better. And by the time sixth grade rolls, rolls around is when the playing time starts to differentiate. You know, every kid plays, but it'll start, you know, your better player is going to be on the floor at crunch time. Um, so you got a couple of years. You know this now. So you got to go out and do what you have to do in order to get better. Right, right. Dave, how, um, how did the CYO program start? Do you know a little bit of, of the history of how that, how that came across, came, came about? St. Raphael, uh, the parish has been around for, I believe, a little over 60 years. Uh, and they had the parochial school um, since that time. And CYO has been around, I believe, about just as long. Um, and when the school was there, you know, they automatically had the demand for it. I do know that there were times where it got dormant for a couple of years here and there. Uh, I remember when I played in the late 1980s, you know, I always remember St. Rayfield from Nassau County. I was with St. Matthew and Dix Hills. Um, but I used to see the name in, in, in the tournament guides and everything. Uh, but about uh, 13, 14 years ago, East Meadow resident Tom Dolan, uh, who's one of our trustee board members, and uh, Steve Walstead, another trustee, Dave Schwartz, and Alex Clark revitalized the program. And um, it's been going strong and, and growing tremendously ever since. You follow professional basketball. And as a coach and a director of this league, um, some of the professional basketball players don't always have the best. They're not setting the best examples. Um, what are some of the things that you teach the kids on the court, maybe even off the court, to emulate and not emulate 
from what um, <clears throat> what those players are doing on and off the court. One of the things that I tell all the kids, I like tell my players, I coach a fifth grade, one of the fifth grade boys teams. I tell them the dream. I tell them pretend like you're in the NBA. I mean, growing up, I always thought I was Larry Bird or Michael Jordan, and you know, doing the things that I just skill wise couldn't do. Um, and it's fine if they want to do that. Um, if they do it during a game, go between the legs and behind the back, and they can't do it, you know, I, I tell them, you know, do that again. You're sitting on the pine. Um, but, you know, I mean, the NBA is kind of like reality television. You know, I don't want to say it's like the Jersey Shore, but it's glorified and it's supposed to be entertainment. Um, those guys work hard. And that's the other thing. That's the example that the kids don't see. Um, you know, in the off season, they're out there. They're working hard. A guy like Russell Westbrook is in California running up sand dunes for two hours at a clip with weights on his back. And you don't see that. Right. Um that should be seen a lot more. It is. There are documentaries out there. There's one about Kevin Durant, which I think is really inspirational, and it shows what he does in the off season and and the players that he works out with from various teams. You know, LeBron James is. You know, I mean, right now is. You know, he's had such a great career and he works hard. You know, he's still not better than Michael Jordan. I, you know, on the whole goat conversation, Michael Jordan will always be the greatest in my eyes. And, uh, but, you know, watching them play on the court is, it's more for entertainment. You know, I tell the kids, watch a college game. You know, right. we have Hofstra that's just playing in, in, in incredibly well right now. Coach Mahalik is just a wonderful coach, a great teacher of the game. I tell them, go to the Hofstra games. Watch how they move on the court, you know, to make the game basically easier for you, you know, because uh, kids usually just run around in circles and, you know, I break it down for them, uh, and, and the other coaches in our program break it down for them to, you know, say, listen, if you do this, you're going to get from point A to point B quicker, and you're going to have success. All right, great. When we return, we're going to be talking with Dave a little bit about how you can get your children involved in the CYO program. And we'll also be talking about the reason why I'm so excited about this podcast Dave has agreed with a little arm twisting to be our first <laughs> musical guest on there. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in a couple seconds when we return. Mind over matter. Ooh, the beauty is there, but the beast is in her heart. Check it out. I'm a hoop. And I'm 18 inches of nope. Rick! Allstate guarantees your rates won't go up just because of an accident. You guys are terrible. Are you in good hands? Welcome back. We're here with Dave Hudsick. He's the director of the St. Raphael's uh, CYO basketball program. Um, and we're talking a little bit about the CYO program. We're going to be getting to some of your, your music in, in a, a little bit. Um, but President's Week coming up shortly uh, in, in February. You guys have a, a, a tournament coming up, big tournament coming up. Tell us a little bit about what you have planned for, for that event. Our tournament runs from February 14th through the 24th. Uh, we have 40 teams involved. Uh, our program is from the fourth grade to the eighth grade. This is the boys' tournament. We just finished up the girls' tournament uh, on MLK weekend. Uh, so we have eight teams per grade. There's 400 boys playing in the tournament. Um, the tournament was started 12 years ago uh, by Tom Dolan and Dave Schwartz, who helped revitalize the program in general. And... Uh, it's a great experience for the kids. Um, 
you know, uh, it, it can't be made possible without the help of all the coaches, uh, our sponsors, including your office, which thank you very much for being a, a sponsorship for the T-shirt. Proud to. Uh, and, and obviously, I have to men- mention the other sponsors. A lot of them are, are local businesses here. Uh, the new... Uh, the new beer garden, uh, uh, Garden Social. Those guys Love before they opened said, "How can we get involved?" Uh, the Green Turtle, um, Stu Leonard's. As of last year, when they opened up, they've just been phenomenal with you know how much they're contributing and how eager they are. They, they're this year. Everybody's calling me. I don't have to chase them down and say, "Hey, <laughs> listen, where's that check, buddy?" Um, and then we have uh, other sponsors that aren't even local. Uh, uh, Repshot.net, which is a, a uh, a, a contraption you put on your basketball hoop, and when you shoot it, it'll deliver the ball back to you. And Very it's cool. Af- affordable, and it's good for kids if they're just shooting by themselves. Um, we also have uh, VIP tickets, uh, which is uh, a, has a close relationship with one of our coaches. They love looking at pictures of the tournament on our Facebook page at St. Rayfield CYO. Um, and then a, a good friend of mine who's a concert photographer, Mark Millman. He's a big basketball guy. He loves what we do, and he's like, Dave, how can I get involved? And uh, doesn't ask for anything in return. He just loves that it goes to the kids. Um, and, and uh, you know, it's just people are just so eager to be involved. So uh, we're, we have tournament games on the weeknights, you know, during the week. Uh, and on the weekends, uh, the first Saturday and Sunday, Saturday goes from 9 o'clock in the morning till almost 10 at night. Sunday goes from 1 o'clock in the afternoon to almost uh, 10 at night. Um, on the first Sunday, which I believe is the 17th, we have the CYO Mass for all the kids that are, you know, parishioners of St. Raphael or the other parishes that participate in the tournament uh, at noon. Um, and then uh, the following weekend, we have the semifinals on Saturday and the finals on Sunday. This year we have uh, some great things that are going to be happening. The Long Island Nets are going to come down with their mascot, uh, I believe, on the 16th or the 23rd. I can't remember which date. Um, and uh, we also have a DJ. And we, my goal is to turn it into like a little Madison Square Garden. With youth sports, there's so many tournaments between travel teams, AAU, club teams, CYO. Um, Growing up watching my older brother play at St. Anthony's High School on a Friday night, I'd go to the games. It'd be a thousand people in the gym. It was electric. You know, I was a seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid, and I'm like, "This is great." And that kind of popped into my head uh, with the tournament. And how do we step it up and make it an ex- a great experience for the kids? Um, so, well, they always had the DJ and raffle prizes and concessions. A couple of years ago, I would grab the microphone during the semifinal games all day long and MC the whole tournament and do the starting lineups and told the DJ, hey, you've got those strobe lights on a rack. Let's put them up behind the scorer's table. Let's hit the lights. And when we announce the kids' names and they come out, that's what they're going to remember. Right. So much so that's that... That's awesome. Yeah, so much so that I was I was in uh, Westbury or Levittown, Levittown at a store uh, last year, and these people are looking at me, and I'm like, okay, what, why are they looking at me? And the mother came up to me, and she said, you know, my, my son was a little bit shy and didn't want to approach you. We played St. Bernard's, and we played at your tournament. And he said, you know, just a couple weeks ago, I can't wait to play the St. Rayfield tournament again, and we got to make the semifinals because I, I love getting my name announced. 
that's the difference. You know, kids are going to remember this, you know, 20 years from now, 30 years from now when they have kids of their own, is we want them to leave with a, a positive experience. And, you know, these kids, most kids aren't going to play professional basketball. Um, so this is what they're going to get. Right. And, and hopefully they'll always remember it. Right. So how would, um, you know, if somebody wanted to go to the tournament that is may not be like have a child in the, in the, in the program right now or they want to bring their kids down to check it out, um, they can come down to St. Rayfield's during that during the turn- tournament times and check out games. And any any time they want. We ask for uh, a, a dollar donation for admission for adults only, not for the kids. Um, we got some great raffle prizes: uh, American Girl doll, lottery trees. You know, with scratch off lottery tickets. Uh, yeah, we got your we got your basketball lottery pillow that we we made up for the agency for you guys to raffle off. Awesome. Hopefully that does well. E- even better. I mean, we get we get a lot of prizes that are that are donated through sponsors. We have a basket of gift cards for all the uh, restaurants in East Meadow. So we call it like a you know a night on the town. Or a couple of weeks Amazing. on the town, um, but everybody, you know, all the local businesses, you know, they could, they can't afford to participate, you know, to be on the T-shirt, but they'll, they're willing to do something for the tournament, and and which we're very, very thankful for. Um, so you can come down at any time. Um, we let the kids on the court during halftime and timeouts and shoot around. We have contests. Stu Leonard's gave us three dozen wooden nickels for free ice cream. Nice. You come on out, no matter how small or how big you are, you take a shot, you know, uh, uh, whether you make it or miss it. You know, kids, listen, I don't know any teenagers that are going to be watching this podcast or, or little kids, um, but whether they make it or miss it, they're going to We they're have a huge a following of, of 8 to 12-year-olds, ah, my, my, my sons and their friends. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, so – it. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun for the family. The other thing we do, and there'll be uh, there'll be an announcement going out on our Facebook page and to the local community pages this week, is I came up with the idea a few years ago uh, during our semifinal and final games, which is like about a total of 16 games, is asking if kids want to sing the national anthem before the games. And we always fill up, and it's great. We have, you know, little kids that come out for the first time, you know, some kids that are that never performed in front of people and there's you know 50 75 people in the gym and they do they do such a fantastic job and we want to get the community involved you know any way we can you know kids going for their confirmation need community service hours we let them do that you know we we're trying to have everybody in the community be involved okay so people in the community that want to join the CYO program how would how would they go upon on, on doing that well I know my, my son is is eight and he's looking to to be a part of uh, of the program as well and coming up I think it's, it's starting around that age group or it starts in fourth grade okay um, Hopefully in the future, we can do some things for the kids that are younger. Uh, but we have one gym, um, the East Meadow School District, is, you know, they're, they're great, but they have so much demand for their faci- facilities that, you know, they can only give us one or two nights during the week. And we have close to 20 teams between our girls program and boys program. So gym time, you know, and, and the gym at the parish is used for other ministries of the parish and everything. So, you know, I'm... Um, I've only started since this past summer, you know, as director of the program, I'm hoping to get some traction for more gym time. Um, so our space is limited. Typically, our uh, registration is in June for the following year. Uh, the girl season begins in October. 
boys season, uh, the youth boys begin in November. Um, so, you know, it, there are some other uh, things that come into play as far as CYO goes. They have borders for the different parishes. It doesn't go by town. So we do have kids that are on the Barnum Wood side that are zoned for Sacred Heart in North Merrick. The only way you get past that is if you're a registered parishioner of two, for two years or more at St. Rayfield, then you, waive, you get a waiver from that. But CYO is working with us to be able, you know, to have two kids are in class together and one lives by Barnum and the other one lives over here on 7th Street. Um, well, they're not zoned for, they don't go to Barnum Woods, but you get my drift. Um, they want to they want to play on a team together, right? And uh, you know, they're not going to know a lot of the kids at Sacred Heart because those are kids primarily from Merrick. Um, so there are some issues that come into play, which I usually fully disclose to people when when they register. But the program starts at fourth grade, um, and it runs all the way through eighth grade. Once you're on a team, you're on that team till eighth grade. So it gives plenty of time for the players to get to know each other, and make new friends, right? They all wind up at Woodland pretty much together by sixth grade anyway, um, and it brings more of the community together. You know, the, the you know Parkway to 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 Barnum and 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 McVeigh. Um, so you're on that team, and our coaches. You know, I tell people, you know, they I don't get paid to do this. I volunteer because all the stuff that I learn, and I've learned from Hall of Fame coaches, and you know, I've got all this information and and. I think I found a happy medium of how to be, you know, a disciplinarian with teaching, but also understanding the kids and being compassionate to them. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's something that we just really, you know, we want to focus on the kids and we want to bring that positivity and, and have them take responsibility for themselves. So uh, you run for that, you'll run with that team through eighth grade and, uh, I still have friendships from when I played CYO. Right. Um, so that's what we, we want to bring in. So um, the registration announcement is always in the church bulletin in May, the last two weeks of May. And we do put an announcement on our Facebook page at ST Rayfield CYO. Um, and you can view what videos, pictures, and everything that we do uh, in the program. Okay. Awesome. So we were talking a little bit about before you brought up the fact that uh, Todd Weinstein is one that connected us. Todd Weinstein is the um, uh, the admin and the creator of the nice things that happen in East Meadow Facebook group, um, and reached out to me and said, "Hey, you got to check out Dave and 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 talk to him because I think he'd be great. He's doing a lot of great things for the community." We got connected on Facebook, and we were talking. And I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed at some point, and I see you playing guitar on there. And I've been I've been peppering Dave for the last couple of weeks to. Bring his guitar, and did, did you bring the guitar? I, I, I did. He brought the guitar. He brought the guitar. Anybody, so, anybody who knows me knows that I'm not shy with being the center of attention or you know, holding a microphone. It's like you got to pry it out of my cold, dead hand. <laughs> so, so you're going to be our first musical guest on the, awesome. on the podcast. We'll see how it goes. The whole thing could blow up. Not Dave's fault, our fault, and, and my fault here, but we'll see how it goes. So um, we're going we're gonna to set that up, and we're, uh, we're going to go hear some, you know, you got two songs planned, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do an original song that I wrote recently that I've never performed live. Um, and then I'm going to do a cover. Okay. All right. Very cool. All right. So we'll we'll be right back and we're going to check that out. All right. So we got it all set up. Our first musical guest on the Helping Hands podcast. 
Dave, uh, this is what, which song are you gonna play? Uh, I'm gonna do an original. Uh, it's called uh, "Believe Me." Um, you made this up yourself. Yeah, awesome. my wife was in bed at eleven o'clock watching Law and Order. She loves Law and Order, um, and she is the one that I, when I come up with something, I always want to bring it to her first, just because she's always one hundred percent honest with me. That's our relationship. So um, I played her the chorus part of this song, and she goes, "I like that." So. A couple days later, I worked on it and pretty much wrote the words off the top of my head in five minutes. Awesome. Which is usually how, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good song. It's, I hope people like it, but uh, that's how I came up with it. All right. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Dave Hudson. <clears throat> Yeah, 
that's outstanding. That's really that's Thank that's you. that's wild. That's wild. That, and you created that yourself. You came up yeah. with the. I never even wrote the lyrics down. That's amazing. That's I amazing. recorded myself doing it once, and and I'm like, okay, those are the lyrics that I came out with, and. I mean, it makes sense to me, I don't, but whatever, it's my own interpretation. Yeah. I, I, lo I love it. It's catchy, it's got a cool tune. I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you're going to play one more for us, right? Yeah. Because so, that was a success. That, that worked. Okay. All right. Awesome. That was awesome. So this one, you're going to you're, you're gonna do a cover, right? You're gonna yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do cover. You know, uh, when, I, when I play out, and uh, I'll be playing a Garden Social, I don't know the dates uh, as of yet. I used to play out a lot more, but dealing with bar owners at my age is an exercise in futility. Um, but I like to play a lot of songs that people will know and put kind of my own spin on them or just play them kind of the same way um, and play some stuff that people haven't heard but are really good songs, you know, a lot of my influences and stuff like that. That's the, you know, I like to have fun uh, when I play. All right. I hope people have fun. All right, so what are you going to play? Uh, I'm going to do uh, Hall & Oates, Man Eater. Nice. Um, Hopefully it is nice. All right. All right. <laughs> Dave Hudson again. Thank you. She's a man-eater 
Thank That's you. awesome. Awesome. So much. Thank you so much. That was great. And thank you for all that you're doing with the CYO program. That's awesome. You're going to be, Dave's going to be at Garden Social. We'll have some dates, but we can, we'll put them on the website and we'll put them on below the video of, of when Dave's going to be performing yep. and links to all the different uh, things and that we talked about today. Support your local music. We've yes. got some great musicians in, in East Meadow. Mark Viola, fantastic musician, plays in a band ready in 10, does acoustic stuff all around the area here at different places. Great guy. Kids are in the program. Great family. Very cool. Support local music. Very cool. Local music, local CYO basketball. CYO basketball. <laughs> Thanks so much for everything, Dave. And give me a quote on uh, car insurance when we're done. <laughs> <laughs>